Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. All righty. Well, it's not Tim Weisberg. It's Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light sitting in for Tim this morning. Um, having a little bit of difficulty with the computer. Uh, it didn't take the normal sign-in, so uh, we don't have our music bumper to begin with, but we'll get it. We'll figure it out. Good morning, South Coast. How are you? It's winter time. It's getting to be winter. I, I, I can't deny it. Although today is a little better than the last two days, so I shouldn't, um, I shouldn't complain. It's, uh, it's nice coming over that Fairhaven Bridge in the morning from New Bedford. You see those two turbines turning over the town of Fairhaven. I know that there was a lot of controversy when those turbines first, um, first were constructed. Um, uh, I had a friend who said that they should call them Millie and Tilly at the time. But um, something about those turbines turning is uh, comforting to me. I don't know if... Um, the fishermen will feel the same way when the um, massive turbine farm is is constructed off the coast of um, Martha's Vineyard. But driving over from, from New Bedford in the morning, um, the turbines um, are comforting. So what's on your, mo- what's on your mind this morning, South Coast? Um, it seems like uh, since I was last here, the beginning of October, the, um, the world has just been consumed by the, the, the Hamas-Israel war. What a what a disastrous thing for for not just Israel and, and Palestine, but but for the whole the whole world. It, it just is heartbreaking to have seen the uh, hundreds of, of 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 Israeli and uh, children and and innocent civilians slaughtered back on October seventh, and heartbreaking since then to see the. Thousands upon thousands of uh, Palestinians, civilians, slaughtered as um, Hamas tries to hide uh, among um, the civilians. Thousands of children, it, it just breaks your heart. I don't know if you want to talk about that dreadful topic this morning, but um, we can. I have some guests uh, planning to come in. Uh, Mayor of New Bedford, Mayor John Mitchell, is going to make a... Um, a brief appearance at about quarter past seven this morning. 
and Mayor Mitchell will be here to um, to discuss the latest on the Star Store. Um, the Star Store, except for for my column and some coverage that the New Bedford Light has been doing, has kind of faded from the headlines. But it's not faded from the students' minds, uh, the students who go there, and it's not f- faded from the people um, like Mayor Mitchell and Senator Mark Montigny who are trying to convince the state to to get UMass to reverse itself and and somehow find a way to um, uh, reverse that that situation where it's more financially feasible, um, at least in the minds of the, UMA- the University of Massachusetts Dartmouth um, officials. So Mayor Mitchell will be here at quarter past seven to discuss that. And then at, at 8.30, um, two of the students, um, Fallon Navarro and, and Jill McAvoy, will be here to discuss what their semester has been like um, without... Uh, without um, their, their studios to, to go to. But we have a, a call on the line to rescue me early, and I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Uh, you're on the air with Jack Spillane at WBSM. Morning, Jack. Long time no talk. Hey, Big Daddy, how are you? How you doing? Good. Uh, I'll spot with you a little bit early in the morning. <laughs> okay, uh, that's okay. <laughs> um, that's what I'm here for. So, yeah, so, so yesterday we had a visitor um, go to California you heard um the president of china xi jinping xi jinping right and um he was met by president biden um now what i what i'm kind of curious to get your take on is what gavin newsom said okay now he's on the record saying that the only reason why he cleaned the streets of California up, some of the some of the real beat up streets, the ones that you know, tent cities and stuff like that, uh, was because the the president of China was coming. Okay, and he's on the record saying that. Believe it or not, Wait, uh, where'd you see that, John? Oh, you can look it up anywhere. Press conference. Just all you got to do is look it up. Uh, press conference. Um, I saw it on Fox News yesterday. They were they were airing it. Um, Later on in the night, I think it was like maybe like eight o'clock at night or something, and um, it's just it, it's just it's just it's it's unbelievable, Jack. It, it, this this is we're literally living in a. Uh, I feel like we're we're living in a, a, a comedy show. Okay, Gavin Newsom can stand up in front of all of his, uh, you know, um, the 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 the, you know, the residents of California. He could stand up in front of the residents of California. And, practically say, hey, the only reason why we're, we're doing this cleanup is to pretty much make ourselves look good in front of the Chinese president, right? And uh, it just baffles my... Why wouldn't you do that for the good of the people to, to begin with? You know, why, why does it have to take a, a, a foreign president to come to your, your, uh, your state for you to clean up your streets? Well, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, it should be, they should be clean all the time. I have to admit that at my own house, um, sometimes when I'm having company, uh, I put a little extra effort into cleaning up, uh, oh. so that people don't see how I'm living on a day to day basis. But, but, uh, yeah. uh, but I'm talking about like a, a complete overhaul of streets that are tent cities. Okay. Parks that are overgrown that are getting maintained now because that, that were, that were, that, did it, that went through a complete overhaul. Right. That, that that's that's going to be on his route to wherever he's going 
in that presidential motorcade. They, they, they obviously map out a route. You know what I mean? Wherever a presidential motorcade goes, they're obviously mapping out a route where they're going to be going, right, with all the Secret Service and sure. all, the, all the department heads and stuff. So, obviously, Gavin Newsom decided, okay, he obviously got a copy of that route and said, That's, this is the areas we need to clean we need to get it up. I, it's almost like it's almost like you, you, you ever watch like a, a North Korea documentary? Oh where, boy! With where, where they're like actors. There's there's actors on the streets, right? And there's and there's people that are, are portraying this great life in North Korea. When in reality, we all know that 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 live that that's not the way they live. So what, what's you know what your, what's your what's your theory? Is that because Gavin Newsom is a Democrat and Democrats don't care about the way we live? Oh, 100%. You go to any of these Democrat-run uh, cities or, 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 or states, Chicago, for example, right? Or um, uh, what's another one? Oh, we'll just go to California, for, for instance, you know? Look at California, Skid Row in Los well, Angeles. Okay. In Los Angeles to begin with. Well, well, New Bedford is a, a Democratic-run city. Is, is, that, is, is that the reason for New Bedford's problems, that Democrats run it? No, I think New Bedford just has its own problems to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's, 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 it's you know what, Jack, and I and I've said this once. I'm going to say it again. It's a generational, the generational problem. Okay, especially with the kids nowadays, generational problem. These kids don't have respect for anybody. They don't have respect for themselves. They don't have respect for for adults. Okay, their parents, their grandparents. They don't have respect for their own cities and towns that they live in anymore. Right, there's very few and far between these these kids are very few and far between that actually that I, I brought yeah. up the right way anymore. Well, why, why do you I think mean, that is? Why, why do you think that young people have a different attitude? I think it's so. I think it's social media. I think it's social media and the fact that they're glu- they're glued to their phone. You know, they're glued to the, they're glued to these phones. Like, we never had phones, Jack, when we were kids. No. And, and and we were outside. We were socialized, and that's another thing too with social. I'm not a doctor. You know, full disclosure. Uh, Me neither. Uh, but when it comes to these kids now, if you look at if you look at the anxiety rates from back in the you know late '80s, early '90s, you know my generation when I grew up, right? The social anxiety rates and the and you know the the um, the uh, I don't I, I guess you could say um, the uh, the way these kids just have anxiety, you know, PTSD and all oh, I have PTSD and mental illness and all this stuff, it's all social media driven. Social media, phones, technology, computers, you name it, all driven by that. At the end of the day, you sit, you, you, you sit your child in front of a computer or an iPad for, for, you know, eight, nine hours a day, and you don't have them out socializing with friends or socializing with other kids in the neighborhood. They're going to grow up to have a social anxiety disorder. Yeah, there's no right? doubt. There's no doubt that that phones and the way kids are addicted to their phones have have changed everything about yeah. the way way we behave. Although before that, I remember it was video games that people thought uh, had changed kids, and before that, right. I think it was violence on television that p- p- people thought had killed kids. Had not killed kids. Had had changed kids. Um, I, I I I get it. I I, I guess um violence in video games too. Jack, yeah, the violence in the video games. That's another big thing too. When I was a kid growing up, uh, uh, Nintendo was a big hit, and, and then the PlayStation came out, 
We all had our PlayStation. You know, my brothers and I had all, all had our PlayStation. Well, we only had one in our household because that's all my parents could afford. But, um, you know, we 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 sat right. We sat there and played our video games after everything was done, Jack. After the laundry was done, the dishes. Uh, you know, after we were done playing outside, we would spend maybe a half an hour to an hour. Right, yeah. but I was always with my brother playing. Yeah, we, we were never we were never alone. Yeah, so it's like it's like these parents. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't want to blame all the parents. It's not it's not everybody though, Jack. Yeah, do, do kids know? even do chores anymore? I, I remember when when I was a kid. My um, kids do. After after dinner, we had to clean up the dishes and and put them away yeah. and 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 all that. My my mother cooked the meal, but she didn't she didn't clean up afterwards. Uh, now, we we did. Granted, okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, my kids aren't perfect. I have to get on them to do the, to do to do their chores. I have to get on them. You know what I mean? Hey, do the dishes. Hey, do the you know vacuum the floor or whatever. You know? Yeah. I have to get on them. But but. But I'll bet your kids that, are good kids. I'll bet your kids are good kids at heart, and and you know that oh, yeah, whatever whatever problems they. But they're kids though, Jack. They're yeah. kids though. You know, they're kids growing up in this age of technology, and I'm not perfect. You know, my, my, my youngest daughter has an iPad, but we limit her time on it. You know, but she's 10 years old, though, so she knows the, the ins and the outs. And, you know, oh, you know, she talks to her friends on there. And, but it's, it, it's, it's the li- you have to limit and, and contr- not, not control. Well, yeah, I guess we could say control. Control what she can access on that particular device. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. A group of kids that I've been very impressed with are the UMass Dartmouth Star Store kids that go to that College of Visual and Performing Arts. I call them kids, but they're graduate students, so they're mostly in their early twenties. And right. boy, they're they're hard working. They're trying to get their degrees. They're creative kids, and um, they could not be, you know, nicer, more polite, more serious. I got to have a couple of them on this morning um, at eight thirty. Yeah. Uh, I, I get That's your point. I mean. That's been a pretty hot topic for you, though. Yeah, right? for me it has been. I, I think yeah, it's important. I think it's important for the city to to revitalize itself, um, and I think it's important for those kids to to have that experience. But um, uh, we'll see. Anyway, John, you're a great okay. caller. I always enjoy you starting Thanks, the morning yeah. off, and you brought me to the first break, and so that's that's <laughs> an listening. achievement. Thanks for All calling. Right, take care. Yep, okay. Bye-bye. All right, it's not Tim this morning, it's Jack Spillane, and uh, Tim has finally gone to the asylum, as they say, sad to say. No, actually, Tim has gone to a, uh, a paranormal, con- is going to a paranormal convention this morning out in Michigan, uh, where they visit every year a genuine asylum, uh, 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 which used to be known as, um, when I was growing up, in a, in a cool way as the Nuthouse uh, uh, Facility for Mental Illness, and where people lived there. They've closed them all day down nowadays and people are being treated with medication and they're often on the street, as we all know. But that's where Tim is going to a haunted asylum for the next couple of days. And, and I'll be with you to, to fill in. Uh, uh, Tim's shoes are, are big shoes to fill, but I'll do my best. Um, not quite as big as um, they used to be as he's lost 60 pounds. Any of you have seen Tim's uh, photos lately? He's looking great and I'm sure feeling a lot better, healthier. It's good to lose weight. I, I lost about the same amount uh, a, a little over a year ago. And um, even though I've gained a little bit of it back, I still feel um, uh, a lot better. So uh, 508-996-0500 is the number to call. We had John uh, calling uh, the first um, 
segment. He's talking about um, Xi Jinping's visit to San Francisco and how Mayor Gavin Newsom uh, of California, the Democrat out there, cleaned up the city for him. Um, I, I, I get that a little bit. I, I think the city should always be clean, but, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like our houses. We clean up when company is coming. Like, uh, so uh, I think China would do the same thing for us. So that's my take on that. But, but uh, 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 John and I just disagreed on it, but John's a good friend, a good caller. He always, he always uh, calls it every time I'm here and, and every day when Tim's here too. So I think people really like hearing what um, John has on his mind every morning. Uh, he calls, he follows the news, so so the rest of us don't have to um, in a certain way. And uh, I think people appreciate that. So call me and tell me what's on your mind this morning. The sun is, has come up now. I can see that little, little pink of red outside the studio window um, over by the turbines. It's, uh, there's something special about the early morning. Those of you who... Um, Work early mornings, know what I'm talking about. It's to my mind, it's the best part of the day. It's quiet. You know, you can have your coffee. You can look at the world before the world really springs into action. I I really like it. This time of year, it comes late, almost seven o'clock before um, the sun is really here. This time of year, November. November is when my birthday is. It's I always think of it as the uh, the darkest, dreariest month. Although I guess technically. December is even darker. Um, we have a call on the line rescuing me, so let's go to them. You're on the air with Jack Spillane. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, yes, uh, the DJ uh, Ping's visit had to be San Francisco because it was easier to clean it up than Los Angeles. Well, Los Angeles so, is a lot bigger than San Francisco. Maybe that's why. Could be. In Los Angeles, you have 18,000 homeless U.S. soldiers within the city limits. That's, Re- that's basically an army of uh, men and women. I never homeless. knew that. I never knew that. 18,000. Uh, why, why are they in Los Angeles? Uh, 18,000 uh, U.S. soldiers homeless. Oh, uniform. homeless. They wow. They did serve, but they're still once a soldier, always a soldier. Yeah. And it just shows you that uh, you've got a standing army in Los Angeles. I hope they never organize and get violent. Boy. Because they're well, all skilled and they know how to hurt people. Well, why do you think so many so many veterans are homeless in L.A.? LA. Yeah, 18,000, which yeah. is more than the population of Fairhaven. Fairhaven's <laughs> population is about, right now, 16,000. Um, uh, Fairhaven lost 1,000 residents in the course of uh, from 20, 2020, just before COVID till now. Uh, but Fairhaven's still a good town with median income there because I was looking in the movie and there was 80,000 median income. I love Fairhaven. Fairhaven. Fair- the city limits of uh, Los Angeles. You got more homeless than the entire population of Fairhaven. Yeah. Why why do you think that is, Carla? I think it is is because people uh, uh, gravitate to warmer climates. Los Angeles, I think if you're gonna be down and out addicted and everything is very liberal 
and I think it's, uh, it's for us an enabling city that will keep you going on with your drug addictions and, and things of that nature. And uh, look the other way, uh, like San Francisco. What do you think we should uh, do for those veterans? They offered money to come to San Francisco. What do you think we should do for those veterans and, uh, quickly? Portland did the same thing. But, uh, yeah, Los Angeles is kind of a mecca. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for uh, pointing that out, caller. We have to go to the 630 News. And, um, well, thank you, sir. Yeah, we got a caller on the line, and we'll get back to you as soon as um, Ariel is done with the news. A majority of Americans now support a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war, according to a new poll. The Rotors Ipsos poll released Wednesday showed less support for Israel than when the war started on October 7th and Hamas militants killed over a thousand people. About 32% said the U.S. should support Israel, down from 41% in mid-October. Capitol Police officers say one person was arrested following pro-Palestinian protests outside Democratic Party headquarters in Washington, D.C. Protesters got into a shoving match with Capitol officers Wednesday, leading to an arrest being made for assault. Pepper spray was used on protesters and DNC members were evacuated. President Biden says his meeting with Chinese President Xi were some of the most constructive and productive discussions the two leaders have had. Biden said in a press conference Wednesday that the two countries will now resume military to military talks and will restore cooperation on reducing the amount of fentanyl shipped from China. On an, an, an Ohio community is left reeling after a school bus was crashed and killed three high school students, a teacher, and a two-parent chaperones. The school superintendent in Zorville said Tuesday started as an exciting day but quickly turned into one of the darkest days in the district's history. Unionized Starbucks baristas are going on strike for one day today. Thousands of employees across the nation will hit the picket lines on the company's Red Cup Day, a popular promotional event when Starbucks give out holiday-themed reusable cups. Union baristas are accusing the company of re refusing to fairly negotiate at cafes that voted to organize. Kevin Hart is a recipient of the 25th Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. The comedian and actor will accept his award on March 24th in a ceremony at the Kennedy Center. Named for iconic novelist and humorist Samuel Clemens, known by the pen name Mark Twain, the award was first presented in 1998 to Richard Pryor. In sports, the Celtics extended their winning streak to four games after taking down the 76ers 117-107 in Philadelphia. Jason Tatum led the team in scoring with 29 points to go along with eight rebounds and six assists. Drew Holiday recorded a double-double with 18 points and 10 rebounds. Derek White chipped in with 27 points. Boston will visit the Toronto Raptors tomorrow night. The Patriots quarterback Mac Jones appears to be losing the confidence of his teammates. Former tight end Rob Gronkowski recently said that Jones is not respected in New England and that he should ask for his release. The 25-year-old has thrown for 2,031 yards, 10 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions this season. This week, the Pats will visit the New York Giants. And the Bruins have won three of their last four games, and David Pasternak is leading the team in scoring. He has 11 goals and 13 assists for 24 points through 15 games played. The Black and Gold will be looking to continue their, their hot start to the season when they host the Montreal Canadiens Saturday night at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6.
Happy Thursday, everybody. We're waking up to clear and cool temperatures in the mid to low 40s. Not that cool as we were yesterday for this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine. Gorgeous afternoon out there today in the lower 60s. Overnight, we could be seeing a little bit of patchy fog, increasing clouds, temps in the upper 30s. And then for tomorrow, what a gorgeous day. Dry, breezy, mild temperatures in the mid 60s with partial sunshine. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. All right. Thank you, Ariel. Uh, we haven't quite got the computer going yet, but uh, we're working on it. it ne- evidently needs to be rebooted, and um, I'm not sure exactly. I thought they were taking care of that, but it looks like it has not been rebooted yet, at least according to the message I'm getting. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light, filling in for Tim Weisberg, who, um, as I was saying the last hour, has gone to the asylum. He has gone out to Michigan where there is a paranormal convention for folks um, interested in a haunted asylum. So hopefully Tim will have lots of good stories to tell us when he, he gets back. And I'm holding the fort uh, until he does. We have a caller on the line, so we'll go right to that. You're next with Jack Spillane at WBSM. Hey, good morning, Jack. Hey, how are you? Peachy, how about you? Good. I think I met you that time over the hour and then we're getting ready to... Uh Knock down the uh, smokestack for the old power plant. Peachy is a great word. Yeah, well, you know, everybody always asks each other, how are you doing? How are you doing? Nobody really cares. Nobody wants to learn. <laughs> it's it's a greeting. If, if you start to tell them, you know, that for a while they're looking at you and then their eyes start to get glassy and they drift off to a happier place, you know? As they said, it's, it's a greeting. It's not a serious question. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, you were talking with uh, earlier. Something's happening to your um, line caller. I, I, uh, I think it's sometimes the way I hold the phone. Oh, okay. Now. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so, um, what do you guys mention chores? And uh, I'm raising a boy right now, and I think that's a good idea. I'm going to start giving him chores. How old is he? He's uh, seven. Yeah, it's about time, about time. So what were your chores when you were a kid? I had to mow the lawn, and the worst part about mowing the lawn was not mowing it, but picking up the clippings, raking the clippings afterwards. Uh, my sisters had to wash the dishes and dry the dishes, and, of course, everybody had to clean their room. I had cleaning the room and uh, doing the dishes and walking the dog. We, uh-huh. didn't, we didn't have, we had an apartment, so uh-huh. I had a lot of other stuff. yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a dog. Um, my mother, who grew up on a farm, she didn't. She, she for some reason she wasn't crazy about animals, so we didn't really have a dog. But that's a good one to have the kids walk the dog. You guys are talking about what what's uh, what's gotten into kids these days, or what hasn't gotten into kids these days? And you said star to star store kids seem to be okay. And yeah, uh, I call, I call them kids, but they're they're really in their early twenties. You know. <clears throat> Guy like me who's in his seventies, they're, they're they're kids to me. Um, I I uh, you know a lot of times you know it's easy to uh, to put down kids because they do have a lot of pressures and they don't know how to do a lot of the things we did. Just simple as um, 
doing writing in cursive writing, for example. But they, they're whizzes with computers, and most of them, I think, are just, they're really good-natured kids. You know, they, they want to do good. They want to help. There's, there's kids with problems, and when they have problems, they can be more serious than, than we used to know. But I, I think kids are good. That was, uh, <clears throat> I used to talk to a guy, as a matter of fact, he was an old farmer, and I don't think he meant to farm. A farmer is a Kurdish trip. It was over there in the corner of Perry Hill Road and Main Street. So that's the road that goes down to uh, Mary's Pond off of Main Street in Kushner. Uh. Yeah, he had an old farm standing there on the side of the road. He was there forever across the street from the hardware store. And then we got on this uh, the subject of uh, kids, the way they were growing up these days. And this is uh, probably back in the 80s. But, uh, so he come up with, uh, he said, you see that corn over there? I said, yeah. And he said, kids are like, Kids are like corn, or they're like like produce. They grow up the way you they grow up the way you raise them. Makes a lot of sense to me. Absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of um, farm stands, I don't see as many farm stands as as they used to be. They used to be all over. It seems I know we have the farmers markets nowadays, where each town has a a farmers market. But you used to just see them on the side of the road, you know. Right next to the actual farms, uh, I think in Dartmouth, uh, in South Dartmouth, there's still one, but but they seem to have gone away too. I don't think. Um, I think maybe with the kids, it might have started with uh, the one parent family. Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Of course, there were always one parent families, but they were the exception. Now they now they seem to be the rule in many cases. And then uh, you throw on top of that. So basically, it's the amount of time they spent with kids and the amount of direction is given to them. Uh, nowadays, um, and then uh, you had the TV. Well, well, when I was a kid, we were limited on TV. We were limited to, I think, uh, I want to say an hour or so, but I'm not sure it was that long. Uh, Saturday morning for cartoons. And then we get to watch, uh, I think, there were a lot of TV shows on at night, like series like, uh, Star Trek and, and uh, what was that one with Rod Serling there? Oh, the um, the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. That was a great one. There was another one, Lost in Space. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I was one of eight kids, and so I think my mother was happy to have the TV. Uh, uh, we were supposed to only watch it a little bit, of, but of course we watched it almost as much as we wanted to because... With her trying to keep track of eight kids, uh, I don't think she had she had time to keep track of who was watching TV and who wasn't. You're a single, single parent family? No, no, it was, it was a healthy uh, uh, okay. father and mother present. But my father worked a lot. You know, he he was uh, uh, going on trips, and you know, he's a, a businessman for General Electric. And, oh, really? Uh, oh. So he, you know, my, my mother uh, was the, uh, I guess, the enforcer. You would say in our, in our family. She had to be. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah. So, um, so then we so were limited on how much TV we could have. So it was like half an hour, I think, a half an hour, or maybe on a weeknight if we were finished with our homework, everything else. Yep. And then uh, maybe a little bit more on the weekend to watch cartoons, but that was it. And then, um, so we weren't allowed a lot of, you know, never mind walking walking around with one of these things stuck to the, stuck to your forehead in the daytime, the, the video phones or whatever they call them there. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah, and we spend a lot more time together with kids. Yeah, but as, nothing, as nothing, kids. N- nothing stays the same, though. I mean, for, for you and me, when we were kids, it was television, not cell phones. But for a couple of generations before that, it was out, being out working on the farm or, 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 or whatever. So, you know, everything changes. Uh, nothing stays the same. You know, I, I, I don't. Don't you find that these kids, on an individual basis, are are good kids? Um, I mean, I, <laughs> maybe I not. Bed, I guess maybe. You know, I spent a lot of time inside New Bedford. Um, <laughs> see, I see some of them walking home from the high school and stuff like that, and I guess they're okay. Um, a lot of them, I think they're okay, but I don't think that they've, like uh, Mr. Tripp uh, said, they, they haven't been raised right. Yep. Um, and I don't say the parents are evil, the parents are neglectful, or anything like that, but. They're not getting the same amount of parenting that they used to, or guidance, anyways. Yep. Um, and I think when they, one of the things is. Listen, Carla, uh, yeah. uh, I got to go to a commercial break, so I, I take a break here. But All right, I hope care. you'll call again. You're a great caller. Yeah, yeah, bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. All right, we're back. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light, filling in for Tim Weisberg, who, as I said, is going to the asylum this morning, so I'm here. Uh, uh, we have a call on the line. We still have no music bumpers, and it it looks like we're not going to with the uh, computer not wanting to reboot. But but we have you and me, and we have the beautiful day. You're next on the year with Jack Spillane. Hey, Jack. What's going on? Hey, how are you? Not bad. So, Tim's in the asylum, huh? Sounds like he's been working at WBSM too much. I, I, think, that, I think that they're... they're He's getting ready to go on the plane to take him out there. I don't think he's quite at the asylum yet, but that's where he's headed. Is that because he works at WBSM? Oh no, I'm sure it's not because he works at WBSM. It's because that's where the (laughs) that's where the ghosts are at the asylum. (laughs) Uh, So, talking about like the the youth in in, I guess in, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to sound like an old guy, but the youth today, and I use the air quotes, uh, the, the majority are, are obviously good. You know, my, my uh, family, they, they've worked with, with youth in youth sports. I've coached, and the majority, I'd say a good, healthy 90% are really good. Um, but what gets the attention? The bad kids. And that's yep. always been the case. So you have a, uh, a class of 30 kids. One kid acts up, you know, two kids act out because one kid follows the other. You know, it, it, that's the kid that gets, those are the two kids that get all the attention and nobody pays attention to the good kids. So yep. everybody, the majority of the youth today are, are just like the majority of the youth when I was growing up and the majority of the youth when you were growing up, we're all good. It's just the, the focus always goes on the bad kids. Um, and, and with social media and how viral some videos can go, I think it gets even worse, right? So it's amplified. And in regards to talking to uh, you talking to the other gentleman, uh, your screen time, I just saw a report that the majority of, of uh, youth in this generation, this current generation up to, you know, 20-year-old and 25-year-old, they get their news from TikTok. Um, not on traditional media, not even, on, you know, not even in social media in the traditional sense. It's just specifically yeah. TikTok. 
Yeah, and it's not yeah, even really I, news. It's it's just music videos with people dancing. No, goofy. no, no, no. It's not actually. It's it's it <laughs> depends on what you look up, what your interests are, and then and then it gets amplified by the algorithm. So if you are, and I'm going to say this specifically on the reason why I called, uh, the the current events with Israel and Hamas, right? The war going on. A lot of your youth are getting their information on that, and a lot of the algorithms are pushing anti-Israel sentiment and anti and pro-Hamas. Interesting uh, sentiment. Interesting, and and that that's what's actually driving down the poll numbers in regards to Israel and and wanting a ceasefire. Yeah. So you know that TikTok, that saw, you, know, you know that TikTok is a Chinese company, and exactly. and its information yeah. is available to the Chinese government. Oh, I know, a hundred percent, and and and. and the, the algorithm is what is pushing um, their opinions, right? So what I saw this morning, uh, it's being reported on traditional news. Uh, there was a 2002 letter by Osama bin Laden. He, uh, he published a letter year, uh, one year after 9-11. And it was a letter to Americans, and it was fluid with, with anti-Americanism, and anti-Israel, and they bring, and he brings up Palestine and the reason why Israel needs to be eradicated. And this has gone viral on TikTok because somebody found it, some some user found it, shared it, and it was actually um, found on the Guardian. So the Guardian actually took that letter down, deleted that article uh, because it's gone viral so quickly, and it's gained so much support. And this is the youth today. Now, this is the small minority of people that are bad. These are the these are the bad actors in the in the youth. Just like we had bad actors, just like you had bad actors. It's the it's the three people in the classroom of thirty. But this, because of the the, the social media and the TikTok algorithm, they are able to amplify that bad message versus what it used to be. It used to be snuffed out in the, in the classroom and never went crazy throughout the entire school. Now we don't have that opportunity to to squash this. So what, 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 it, what are we going to do about this? Um, atrocity for the uh, youth for t- today that Osama bin Laden's letter is gaining support. It'd be like my generation, your generation, reading Mein Kampf and saying, oh, Hitler had a point. It's ridiculous. So, but but what, what, what are we going to do? Because... TikTok is wildly popular. It, it has surpassed Correct. it has surpassed Facebook and Instagram. You know, it, it, it's what they. It, it, it comes down to this, Jack, and, and it comes down to parenting, right? And it's not parenting as in you're wrong and you're right and, and that kind of stuff. It's about having a conversation with your children. Like my my kids and I and my wife, we have like kitchen. T- we'll just sit around the kitchen table and we'll BS and we'll just be talking about random stuff that's happened. And I'll just bring us bring something up, whether it's political, economic, something like that, and we'll have a full blown conversation that that extends into a debate, right? And and my kids will have a point, and I'll have a point. And we'll make we'll make a conversation. And we actually come down to where this is coming from. So a lot of these kids, they they're having these conversations within their own little circles of people, and, and this this isn't just the youth's problem. This goes all the way into the general population. With, with social media, we surround ourselves only with people who agree with us, right? We get into this echo chamber. We see that with MSNBC, CNN, 
We see it with Fox News, OAN, and Newsmax. These people consistently only surround themselves with people who agree with them, never to challenge their thoughts. And that's what these kids are getting into with the algorithms, and they, they talk to each other, and they're like, yeah, Palestine. Uh, we're pro-Palestine because they're, they're in an open-air prison. Yeah, that's, that's why I think WBSM is such a great station because... 100%. Because it, it this ad, right, so talk radio like WBSM, it adds to the conversation, right? I hear people with that, that, that talk on the, on the right-hand side of the issue and the left-hand side of the issue and then just, uh, you but, know, just rational w, people. WBSM is one of the few stations that has liberals and conservatives like you and me talking to each other. If you go to uh, NPR, public radio, it's all liberals. If you go to some AM stations, it's all conservatives. So that, that's why I think WBSM has it right. But listen, I'm, I got to go to my last break. You're a great caller. Uh, I hope to talk right, to you guys. tomorrow. Take care. Okay. Right, What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.